Yeah, Nick, I wanted to dive into it, but definitely, you know, kind of kick it off from your perspective, just like when it comes to brand credibility, what are those things that you think make people say yes or no? And what are those things that we should be doing to get some people to really start buying into what we're about, what we do, you know, all things of that nature? Well, before I ask that, answer that, right? Mm -hmm. What is, when you look at a brand, like the first sign of, okay, I could, I could put a little trust in it. Like I could pay attention, not necessarily trust, but because that's like the second level, but I could somewhat pay attention to this to see if I could rock with it. Like just some random stuff. Yeah, well, I looked up, I looked it up prior we, before we jumped on and it said brand credibility is defined as the believability of the product information contained in a brand. Mm. So like what, what you're promising is believable. Mm-hmm. And to some extent, it has you wondering, like, do you want to be believable or do you, do you want to be a little bit maybe overly optimistic? You know, I think for some of us, that's a fine line nonetheless. I like it. I like yeah. it. Um, I would have to say um, for for personal brands, and then I'm, I'll let you jump kind of more into the business side. But from a personal brand, I, I ask most the question because... Like, what are some of the things that make you attracted to a brand and make you want to follow them, subscribe to them, comment to them to then eventually buy whatever they're asking, right? And I always ask that because are you applying the same things that you are attracted to? Now, sometimes... You'll say, well, we're, we're not the same, you know, we're not the same audience. I'm not trying to talk to the same people as they're trying to talk to. This is probably true, but is the techniques and the tactics that actually got your attention that you need to pay attention to because there are other people that have kind of the same way that you receive information that you should be applying within your brand because they got you to like it, they got you to trust it, and they got you to eventually buy into something. Even if it's just to get you off social media or off that particular platform, right? They got you to do something. And so pay attention to some of the call to actions. Pay attention to some of the words that they're saying, some of the content they're using, you know, some of the the uh the colors and the the wordplay that they they have because it's all in that. There's a lot of other things, but it's all in that that really makes people want to do something with you. So it always starts with you. What? Why did you like this? Why did you follow this? Why did you take your credit card out? Like, you should be acting like a two-year-old. Why? 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 Why did I do this? Why? Mm. Why? Why? And you should be, like, writing that out. Why? Yeah. Why did I do... Why did I just go to this website after looking at this this post? Why did I 
go further into their content once I watched this amount of like once I watched a 15 second video once I watched a 30 second video like what made me join their email list and break that all down and I would say if if you really about it three actions a day so if you like something break that down if you went to a website break what made you get to that website if you liked an ad and you bought something from an ad break down maybe possibly how many times you saw that ad mm. what you know and, and this right here will give you just by your your actions will probably give you a blueprint to your first sale to your first subscriber to your first um share and engagement this is probably going to because you are like i'm reverse engineering what i did and right. if i did it and they got my attention they didn't know me they didn't know mm -hmm. nikki you know they didn't say i'm sending this out to nikki they're sending it out to people who have my attention span who have my kind of interest in things like that and how i communicate so hmm there's probably other people like me. So let yeah. me do that just so I can see if it works. Mm. That's good. That's good. I love that. Yeah, definitely like monitoring almost our own behaviors in a sense mm -hmm. and see yeah, what pushes the needle with us and what can I mimic to make to help maybe my own clients or my own audience do the same thing. I think one of the things that comes to mind for a second, even as on from a uh, a personal brand standpoint, I always think about transparency yeah. i always think about if you are honest about your own journey or your own failures along the way or some of your mishaps per se then i feel that me engaging with your brand a product or a service that you may have that you're not going to lead me blindly should stuff hit the fan that i it, it almost gives you that sense of security like you know what this makes me feel that if, if anything were to go wrong, I will be made aware of it so that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not involved in something beyond the point that I should be. So I think from a personal brand, that's one of the things that even as I monitor my own behaviors in a sense, that's one of the things that stick out, right? It's that, that concept of simply just being transparent and, and letting people know where you are in your journey, what's going well, what's not going well. I think that definitely increases credibility because it lets people know that, hey, you're waking up daily and simply trying. And I think there's a lot to say for that, you know, in today's world, because I think the other part of it, when you kind of just show up with this uh, massive amount of success, if there's no roadmap, I think there's a great deal of people who question. Like some people might be impressed and they might be like, okay, this is pretty cool. But there's going to be a large group of people who say, well, how? <laughs> like, how did you just go from, you know, zero to a million overnight? Explain to us how, where, where did this come from? So seeing that journey shows there's a track record that there's a, a great number of attempts that have been put up to get you to where you are. On a business side, believe it or not, for me, I'm going to say professionalism. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I think the professionalism and attention to detail are one of the most obvious things that stick out. My favorite business brand is Apple. 
they knock it out the park on every level. One of the things that I'm always fascinated by is how simple yet detailed their instructions are whenever it comes to returning a product back to them. So if you've ever bought any product recently or even in the last few years, you'll notice that they ask you to send your old product back if you're doing some form of trading. Yeah. And the package that comes in for you to return your old product is so simple, so simple. It's ridiculous how simple yet detailed it is. They make it for you to go right back. So I love that from a professional standpoint, you don't feel that the company you're dealing with is nickel and, nickel and diming you. To some extent, you're wondering like, my goodness, how are you guys so profitable if you're so willing to give and make accommodations and acceptance and provide service at the absolute highest level? So I think from a business standpoint, that's definitely one of those things. Uh, let, let's talk about visuals for a minute because I think visuals speak on both a personal and a professional level. And, and they do create what I think we can speak to as perceived value. And perceived value is right in line with credibility, right? The, yeah. the way that you appear in the marketplace can let you know if you're worth nine, 99 cents or, you know, 9,099 cents, whatever it is. Yes. So, so how, how important are visuals, would you say, when it comes to credibility? Because, and, and, and hear me out on like the fine print it is, you can be not credible, but really gifted with visuals and like doing this whole facade and you can be great, but not gifted with, with, with the marketing or the visuals and, and actually lose some points. So yeah. talk about the importance of the overall visuals of that. Um, I, I would say visuals are key and we go based off of the simple fact of Perception is everything, right? And so if you look like, based off storytelling, based off, you know, how you're placing the product, how you are filming the product, the pictures of the product, the service, however you want to do it, and maybe you having people doing testimonials and putting it all together as this just like this one amazing situation well then your brand looks like you got it together mm. right and looks is everything unfortunately in this day and age so this is this is where it gets um a little tricky right so because we respect high quality content and low quality content, almost in the same context, right? Mm -hmm. Because to get our attention, it needs to be really dope content, right? It needs to be really dope visuals when it comes to a product or a service, right? Not necessarily you, but if you are trying to sell something, it has to first be presented in a really dope way, but then for it to be relatable and for people to really feel connected to it and feel like it's for them, then it could be a little bit more organic. Then it could be on your phone. Then it could be um, a really quick picture. People uh, doing content for you and, and putting that out because now it goes from, I got your attention, 
to know this is real life people doing it and this is how it looks in real life and then people are like i'm i'm sold because this is not super highly produced and so from a visual standpoint a, a mixture of high quality and organic quality i'm not going to say low quality right but organic quality is definitely needed because perception is everything and where we are mm, that makes sense that makes sense can a, can a big brand use organic content still oh yeah yeah absolutely um oh man who was the last one that i saw do that Sh shoot I, i'll look into it while you talk but mm -hmm. um there there are people who use organic content just to like I said, that's mainly to nurture who's already there. That's not to gain new people. That's not to get the attention of like new people, right? Yeah. Even so, I'll put it this way. Let's say uh let's say you were coming out with like a book, right? Moose needs to come out with a book, but we're not saying anything, right? Let's say you came out with a book, right? And you just said, hey, look, I got a book. Grabbed your phone, got a book. And that'd be cool for your audience, right? But to truly grab the attention of possibly like warm audience and like people who haven't really been rocking with you, you do a grand presentation of a book coming out, right? They're like, hold up, what's this? Wait, he's coming out with something? You got them. And then you drop the organic vibes and they're like, oh, I'm here. I'm here. So it's just like pretty nice, shiny thing is the bait. Hey, look pretty, pretty, right? Yeah. And then I could be me because I already got your attention. Mm. See what I'm saying? So it's the attention grabber. Yeah, yeah. You know what's, what's pretty cool is I'm noticing some of the bigger brands who we probably wouldn't expect this from, I think the fine line that they're arriving at is using culturally relevant sounds or people mm -hmm. to, to get people's attention, to show like, hey, we're actually, we're young, like we're, we're creative, we're willing to take a chance and kind of step out there almost to make a fool ourselves, but if that's what we gotta do to get your attention, we're willing to do so. So I just saw something on, on YouTube today for Invisalign, you know, the like clear braces type situation. Yep. And their their ad was literally five seconds, but the way they did it was, it's someone putting the Invisalign in their mouth and there's somebody else asking them, hey, what's that? And then yeah. you, you know one of the, uh, it's like a, a clip that even Madi uses a lot where it's like a little, uh, a, a young boy saying, don't worry about it, sweetheart. Oh yeah. So they, then he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they used that sound as the response to who, whomever was asking, like, hey, what's that? You yeah. know, so I, I think that's one of the ways from a business standpoint that you can see some companies or even some bigger brands, they can incorporate that organic content, yeah. not necessarily just pull out your phone and do something where that's a little bit more acceptable with a person or an individual. 
Yeah. But you can use some of those culturally relevant sounds, culturally relevant moments, and incorporate that into your market marketing where it shows the people who are watching you like, okay, you you get me. Like you you are within my realm nonetheless. And it, it gravitates attention. Like I'm always hitting skip. Like, you know, the the five, four, three, two skip ad. I'm always just like, boom. <laughs> but when <laughs> when that came up, I was like, yo, that's pretty cool. Like I'm actually, you know, I'm I'm willing to listen to something like that because I'm seeing the creativity behind it and the attempt to do something different to capture attention. So from a, a bigger brand standpoint, I, I, I like to see that as well. Yeah. Uh, so real quick. I'll go for it. Mm -hmm. Uh for the people who are watching, uh, what do you prefer when it comes to a brand? Highly produced content or organic content? Just put it in the in the chat or the comments section, uh just to let us know highly produced or organic. Mm. Let, let, uh, here's a question for you uh, how how can you make sure your reputation is not tarnished when you're using influencers because again credibility is how people you know we talk about how people view your brand or see what you're able to bring to the marketplace but mm -hmm. we also see the rise of influencer marketing and how many eyes or how much more you can get done by using influencers yeah but at the same time influencers are their own people like they're they're their own governing body there's not somebody out there who's managing them or looking after them as it relates to your own brand so that they don't tarnish their reputation how how would you do that if you were responsible for you know some form of campaign or whatnot what would you do to like make sure like okay i'm not I'm, I'm gonna work with people or I'm gonna use influencer marketing for its benefits, but I'm not gonna let it tarnish the reputation of my brand either. Yeah, I think it goes with the vetting system. 100%. Like, not just because a person may have numbers doesn't necessarily mean anything. Like, you gotta look at their interests, you gotta look at their audience, you gotta look at the type of content that they're putting out, you gotta do a little bit of investigating and see what you can see outside of social a little bit to see if it goes along with your brand or your or not. You know, just because they may follow you doesn't mean anything. You know, um, so it, it's all about investigating and, and really doing your homework when it comes to these influencers. Because granted, you get the right influencer, it could be better than ads. Right. So I'm saying. Right. Like it could definitely be better than ads, but if you get the wrong one and it goes completely the opposite of your brand values, mm -hmm. it could do more harm than good. Yeah. Like, yeah, they may have hundreds and thousands of, of followers, but the fact that you are asso associated with them mm -hmm. is now not so good on your end doesn't yeah. hurt them because they already have their reputation mm -hmm. but now you look a little thirsty just because you're running with numbers than necessarily values and uh real audience yeah yeah that's major now, and, and, and i think that's the cool thing about influencer marketing like you said it works like it it checks the box of the organic content without you having to do ads yep you know like it, it almost kills two birds with one stone mm -hmm. let's talk about a 
something else, maybe some things that can ruin credibility. Okay. Right. So, uh, I, I don't know where I heard you say this, but you were talking about over promotion or like overselling. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm wondering like when it comes to credibility, why and when is that a bad thing for a brand? Because here's, here's one way to look at it. Again, just using my, my favorite brand for an example. Apple stores are open every day for business. Yes. Right? So what, what's the fine line between overly selling your product in a, in a way where it makes you look a bit desperate? It can be a turnoff where you maybe lose credibility. Mm-hmm. But what's a way to do it where it's pretty organic, it's pretty seamless, like it's actually a part of doing business. And so people are not necessarily turned off by it. I think a healthy balance of value and promotions. Right. So what we don't get on social media for uh, is to be sold to. Right. And there was a time I think I think everybody actually uh, is getting a little bit better unless they're just like kind of starting and they're trying to figure it out. But uh, a lot of people are getting better at this where it's not just flyers. It's not just promo videos. It's not just uh buy this, buy that, buy me, buy, like, it's not that as much as it used to before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because we figured out that that's not going anywhere. And so you lead with value, and then you do call to actions. You drop value, and then a couple of posts later, you literally tell them what you have, right? There's nothing wrong with being uh, upright, just saying, yo, I got an event coming up. Mm. You know, I got uh, this coming up. I got that coming up. There's nothing wrong with that because, you know, you still have to have that healthy vibe of promotion because if you don't put it out, who is? Right. So nowhere in here is, is saying don't promote. It's saying still lead with your audience in mind and their needs and the de- desires. And then when you fulfill that to a certain extent, then look what I have to offer to get you to the next level. Look what I have, boom, look what I have, this, that, and the third, right? And from a social media or YouTube level, you always wanna get kind of like the entryway of things, right? So the little small things, whether it's events, whether it's small membership, not small memberships, but like memberships, merch, like high ticket items, you probably are not going to do so well just promoting that out the gate, right? You want to take people to a ladder, like up a ladder. And when you think about that, it's like you start with the free content, you know, you get them off social media, right? You may hit them with a flyer promo here and there, and they may go straight to the website and go because they are primed up. You've added so much to them. But maybe they need a text. Maybe they need an email. Maybe they need a webinar. Maybe they need something else, right? And then you're getting them deeper into your system of 
hey, this is what I got. Hey, this is what I got. You could do all the promotion outside still with a healthy balance of value and and selling because what people uh do very wrong is when they get the email or the text then it's just straight bye 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 you're not even saying hi to them you're not even giving them a story mm -hmm. you feel what i'm saying like and so you want to still be like, here's this, here's that. Come join me here. It's free. You know, still do those things. But then, hey, I got a membership. Hey, I got this program. Hey, I got this product, this service, things like that. And they're more receptive to see that and buy into it compared to maybe just blasting it out on social media. So it's a healthy balance overall but when if you really want to get into the promotion vibe i would definitely say get them off social media so you could do that a little bit more than what you do on your platforms that's good